Welcome to the 50th edition of One Morning I'm Going Home and Going to Bed. I'm pretty sure that's the first time we've had a visit in the beginning. I'm pretty sure I said go before uh, we started there. Did we? Yeah, big 5 0. Oh. Already starting off with a bang. Oh. It's like, kind of like my day's gone. Oh, boy. <laughs> 50th episode. Who would have thought? I know, man. It's a feel to be Ivy Taylor old. I think we're younger than Ivy still. Huh? <laughs> So. We might be. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's kind of like Methuselah. So it's been, uh, we, we kind of talked about it for a couple weeks leading up to it, but what are we drinking tonight? We are drinking Goldschlager. Goldschlager. That the typical 50th anniversary gift is, well, I'll just put more Goldschlager in it, that would have been bad. Yeah. Where's the... Uh, Grenadine? Yeah. Well, I thought it was uh, right there. Oh, look at that. Okay, here we go. Yeah, uh, we are really starting off this show... <laughs> Can we burn one of our three timeouts? I don't want to wait to the media timeout. I mean, there's no media sponsor in this shit. Uh, is there like rhyme or reason how much stuff we're supposed to put in this just, thing? Just dump it in. Okay. Just dump no, it no, in. I don't know if I've had Goldschlager. I've had it before. It's been a while. Probably in a mixed drink when I was in college. but It's got a cinnamon kind of feel to it. Not yeah, bad. It's very festive. It's not bad. Very good. All right. yeah. They don't have any at the Oak Hill Liquor Store. <laughs> Between you making runs, me trying to get here, because I was going to come straight from work. And I decided, well, since you had to make a run, I'll just run home, change, put something comfortable on some work clothes. And uh, then Tash is making dinner, uh, breakfast for dinner, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to stay and eat that because it smells delicious. And then Evan takes a giant poop before we try to leave. We have to go get diapers because we're out of diapers. So I was like, this is just, this is not happening. That's great. <laughs> I try to listen to the Hugging Show at seven because it's always good after a loss. Yes, it, it is. sucks losing, but it's it always does. good after a loss. So, do you want to hear about the Goldschlager story, or do you want to hear about this morning first? Oh, oh, Goldschlager ooh. story is not. I mean, it's basically I went to Oak Hill. They didn't, I looked and I hate asking for help. Uh, I hate. Yeah. You're really standing there for like ten minutes. And, and I walked <laughs> in and, I, and I'm looking, I'm looking. Finally, I went to Karen. I was like, "Do you have Goldschlager?" She's like, "We should." She's like, "I know I got it in the Fayetteville store." So she walks around, she looks, she looks, she phones a friend. <laughs> lady's like, yeah, it should be here, here. And she looks and nothing. She's like, we got it in Fayetteville. I was like, all, all right, right. <laughs> headed to Fayetteville. So I headed to Fayetteville, walk in, found it, grabbed it, got the Sprite, got in line. The lady in front of me was probably in her early 60s. Never seen this before. Uh-huh. Bought one airplane bottle of vodka <laughs> for $1.98. <laughs> I almost want to look well, at her. Was she counting out pennies I on was the counter? Like, she was like, the lady looked at her and she's like, that'll be $1.98. And I was like, what'd she just buy? A fucking lottery ticket? Who goes to the liquor store and buys a airplane bottle? Somebody who has $2 to their name. I was name, like, it wasn't know? worth the gas that you spent to drive out here to stand in line and look like a jackass buying one airplane bottle. So we got the gold slugger. So this morning I get up, of course, they were on, they were on a two hour delay and then school got called off. So I get up, go outside, start my truck, come in here, eat, you know, kind of waiting around for the truck thought, go outside, open the door, go to shut it, boom, bang, door keeps right on going. I was like, oh, this ain't good. What? So I get out, look, and the latch was down. Yeah. Okay. So then I look, I moved it up a little bit, went to shut it, boom, bang, comes right back out. I was like, oh, shit. So I got some WD-40, uh-huh. sprayed it on. I mean, it was cold this morning. Oh, yeah, it was. So I gently got up against it, pushed it. When I mean, it's like 10 after 8. I mean, yeah. we're having our year-end Christmas party yeah. meeting. I got to go to work. <laughs> so I you get walk it. it. Nope. <laughs> I'll do you one better. 
Who came got you? Nobody. Oh, huh? I got in the back of my truck and grabbed a bungee cord. <laughs> you drove it. I, t- I got in the truck. I called you Lonnie. I took, I took the bungee cord. I went under the handle, slip knot, took the other end as tight as I could to the seat rest on the far side of the passenger side and drove my ass to work. <laughs> I don't think it would have been better is if you had to use your hand to, to scrape the window like you had to reach out no. while you were driving as a windshield wiper. I mean, I had the bungee cord. was literally cutting off my circulation right here. But I was still holding the door. You know what I mean? So I'm like driving. I know I'm far to go. But I mean, and the wind's blowing and shit, and I'm like, damn. So I get to work, and I'm like, there's like three, of course, Mike and Brett were there, Jim, everybody else had already gone to the Holiday Inn for the meeting, the meeting didn't actually start till 10. So I'm in there, and I'm like, maybe I should call the dealership, see if they can get me in, because I got to take Jana to, to drop her off to Leslie Friday. Yeah. I can't do that with a broke-ass door. No. <laughs> so I called Crosser Chevrolet, explained my situation to them, they're like, well, we can get you in next week. I said, I can't wait a week to yeah, have a door. Yeah, I got to drive three hours on Friday. She was like, well, what's going on? I said, the lock. I said, I've had it happen before. I said, usually you kick it back up. And I said, but it won't go. I've sprayed it, one thing and another. She was like, all right, she's putting me on hold. She was like, we can probably squeeze you in. She's like, but I'm a little bit concerned about how you're going to drive here. I was like, I already solved that problem. <laughs> I was like, I got a bungee cord seatbelt. I'm good. <laughs> she's like, well, sir, if you think you can pull that off, that's fine. I was like, okay. she's like, be here between 12 and 1. I said, okay. So I went to the Holiday Inn. I was like, we're not starting until 10. I was like, let me try and take it now. So I called dad. I was like, can you meet me there? He's like, at the dealership. He was like, no, but your mom can. I said, okay. So I leave the Holiday Inn. I go the back way. Uh-huh. So I don't have to go fast. So I get all the way to Exxon and Glen Jean. Of course, my fuel light kicks on. So I pull in. I'm getting gas. I get out. And I start jimmying with it. Because I had a screwdriver. And I was jimmying with it a little bit. And I close the door. It doesn't shut. I pump gas. Stop. Open the door. Shut. Shuts. <laughs> Completely flush. So I did it like six times. Just to make sure. Just to make sure. Uh-huh. So I called her back. I said, ma'am, we can abort that. Uh, <laughs> I bought that help desk ticket. We're good. <laughs> Until tomorrow. Until tomorrow. I'll, I'll keep you on speed dial. Yeah. It's okay. So we're good. <laughs> you know, there's uh, other mechanics in the area of Oak Hill. You don't necessarily have to drive the Beckley to fix your door. Well, but it, I mean, it was the dealership issue. I thought they could take care of it. Yeah. I don't have to I'm just worry saying. about there, there it. There you, are local usually, ones around. Usually those, you got to wait like six, seven hours. And sometimes, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't fooling with that. <laughs> so my door is fixed. Well, for now. For now. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I got a car story, but I'll tell you that in break. Okay. You can do that. Yeah. Uh, all right, you want to jump into the basketball game? Do we have to? We got no choice. They came back down to earth. Well, you know, Huggins said, he even said in the... In the I didn't theory. listen to the post game. I was, I was, I honest to God, was so pissed off. I said, I'm not listening to Huggins. I'm going to go outside and put up the rest of my lights. Well, he said before the game, it was, he just, they had a terrible week of practice. He told us, you're not ready to play. You're going to go out there... They, they weren't. We were reading the old headlines or something. They weren't ready. They to play. were awful. I mean, honestly, we I could have uh, foot passed a couple of those uh, better than our team could pass right now. They're the worst passing team. Yeah. I know we say this on a regular basis, but this might be the worst passing team I've ever seen. They're bad. Our best passer is Culver, but he had like four turnovers. He had five. He, we had we had twenty two turnovers. Culver and Sheboy had ten. They oh. each had five. We shot, and here's the thing, and I and you and I talked a little bit about this. And I had a long conversation with Phil Leg yesterday, which was hilarious. But we, I don't know whether I was upset because we played so bad, or that I was encouraged because we played so bad and still had a chance to yeah. win. Well, I'm more upset because that's not a very good team. 
It's not. I mean, it, we should we we could play bad and still should have won that game. But that team's not very good. But we were talking about the office, and and Phil brought this up too. He said, "You know what?" He said, "I think you never want to lose, but I think this team needed that." I think so too. They I think they were that. reading their own headlines. If they'd have won, they're probably undefeated going into Ohio State, and they'd probably get curb stomped. It's still your turn. Yeah, they moved up to three. Yeah, they're I mean, one they, they beat there. Penn State by thirty, yeah. and then Penn State turned around and beat Maryland. Yeah. Who we beat, but we beat Penn State by three yeah. in that scrimmage. So, but we shot forty-two percent from the foul line. Forty-two yeah. percent. And people talk, are going to talk about that play at the end where the guy slipped, you know, and made the basket. It should first of all should never came to that. And Derek Culver doesn't. He gets the offensive rebound with eighteen seconds left. He screwed up and dribbles. But that was a bad call. Oh, uh, but the, it definitely was a bad call. Yeah, but he but, he did screw up. Yeah. He should never. It should never even got to that point. And no. it should never even got to that point because if we make seventy-five percent of our free throws, it's a different story. Or if we just don't turn them all over don't as much. <laughs> I mean, it was awful. Lazy I mean, passes. Me, I mean, just – I mean, not, they weren't even first – I mean, our defense, when we were a pressing team, we, we – we, there was probably half of them that were unforced, but half of them were forced. I bet you 75% of our turnovers were unforced. And that's Those what, lazy passes – That's what drove me crazy because I didn't listen to the uh, – I didn't listen to the – I listened right. to Tony. And – Midway through the second half, Jay Jacobs was talking about how we were having such a hard time with St. John's relentless defense, and I'm sitting there thinking, no, we're not. No. We're just turning the ball we're over. We're just turning the ball over. just careless, careless I mean, Napper throwing lazy passes. I mean, uh, why, I don't know how many passes. one-handed passes off the dribble we had stolen. Because the cave did it. And yeah, exactly. Napper did it. And they would throw that. Haley did it. Yeah, it was just, I mean, it's just dumb. Make a hard pass. I mean, it's not, and plus... Bob Huggins hates bounce passes. Yeah. So lazy one-handed bounce passes off the dribble are not going to do you favors, Bob no. Huggins. No, they're not. That's frustrating. It didn't help me you know, McCabe. And you know, I think McCabe's ball very well, but he's apparently playing on a bum ankle. So he he's our best probably ball handler. He so is, it didn't help that he was but he had two or three turnovers. You know who's not happy with McCabe right now? Phil Leg. Everybody about Phil Leg is not happy I, with I, McCabe. I'm just I told I texted you during the game and told you I'm sorry on him. I didn't know his ankle was hurt. I mean I knew he was hurt. He should have probably shouldn't have played. Well, but, but he, he didn't. I mean, I he think didn't he's look a game, hurt. He didn't look know. hurt, but apparently on well, Friday he couldn't even walk. Is what he told in the interview today. Well, who was Mr. Miyagi in the locker room I, Saturday morning? Because he sure was out there running around. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. We shot 38% from three. They shot 12%. They had 15 steals. This one was also disappointing. That was one of the best games we had shooting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we, I think we ended up at like 41 or 42%. But in the first half it was like – in the first half, we shot like 49%. They were at 32, and we were tied. Right. And we only out-rebounded them by two. Well, I think that's the biggest point we're right now with this team, even though we have been winning, is we're not as good as a rebounding team mm-hmm. as I thought we'd be. I take it back. We're There are some games where we are. We've just dominated the boards. But we're not consistently better than another team in rebounding. Mm-hmm. And that and that bothers me. Mm-hmm. And, and you know the reason why? We don't get very good rebounding out of our guards. We don't. We rely on two people to rebound. And the other thing in that game, one of our best rebounders only played 14 minutes. Right. Well, because he played like shit. Well, the first half was foul. <laughs> first half, well, the whole team played like yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But the first half was foul trouble. In the second half, I pulled up the minutes. Culver played 33, Matthews 27, Haley 23, Deuce 22, McNeil finally got 21, which yeah, he, he deserves. Did. Gabe had 16, Oscar had 14, McCabe 12, Harler 12. Harler had two less minutes than Oscar. In no universe should that ever happen. No. Sherman had ten. Napper had nine. Route played one minute. But I know I know Harley came and hit uh, a couple threes, and one of them was was fairly important. 
the, I don't know if it was but, first half. But that was it. But then, then we needed him to make a couple down the stretch. Didn't make it. Can't do it. Yeah, just can't do it. Can't do it. When you really, really need it, it just doesn't seem to come through. Nope. He is what he is at this mm. point. No. So he's a lesser, lesser version than McNeil. McNeil is what we thought. Harler McNeil would be. is what we wanted Harler to be. Exactly. Exactly. But now we have two Harlers, but we send. <laughs> we have a better version of Harler, but we, we set the wrong one. Yeah, we set the wrong one. So we're seven and one. We got Austin P tomorrow. They're four and four, and we got Nichols on Saturday, which I think I'm actually, I'm going up for that one. Oh, nice! And we'll take. Courtney said the only thing Ethan wanted for Christmas was to go to a WVU basketball game with Justin. Cool. So I talked to Jason, pulled some because I told him, I said, look, I said if I take him up, he's got to sit in Jason's seat. Yeah, yeah. He's got to be on the floor. So I yeah. think we're going to go for that. Sweet so. man, that's awesome. That's I a good look, present. I also looked up some. Uh, this, these are some interesting stats. Real quick, I'm going to blow through these. Are you talking about them? Because I know nothing about the teams. No, big, big 12 stats okay. right now. We are sixth in the Big 12 in scoring offense and defense, huh. which I thought was interesting. We're seventh in free throws. No big shocker there. It's probably not worse. We're ninth in field goal percentage. Who's worse than us at free throw line? I don't know. We got 60, we're at 68%. Yeah. We're ninth in field goal percentage. In field goal percentage defense – we're first in the Big 12. I believe it. 36%. And three-point field goal percentage. We're fifth in shooting threes at 32%. Uh, this was interesting. Assist to turnover ratio as a team, we're ninth in the league. Deuce is second. 26 assists, eight turnovers. Wow. Yeah. Culver and Oscar won two rebounds. Oscar is the only player we've got in the top 20 in scoring per game in the Big 12. Yeah, we're pretty balanced when it comes to mm-hmm. scoring. That's it's a good it's a good thing and a bad thing. There's not yeah. one person you can rely on. Yeah, but there's there's also not one person you can key on either. No, so. no. So it was a tough tough game to watch for sure. It was. But, it was. I, I think we got caught up into it. We were really uh, pumped after those last couple weeks. One that one tournament down in Cancun. You feel good about yourself. You, you're looking at the schedule that you beat St. John's. You're going undefeated into what's going to be number one Ohio State. Yep. So. That just sucks. That you're probably a ranked better. team. It'd have been a nationally televised game. And actually, tell you the truth, depending on what happens, we play Ohio State on the 29th. Right now, I think in the AP poll, Kansas is two and Ohio State's three. We could play one and two back to back. We are going to play one and two back to back because we play Ohio State and then play yep. Kansas. We're going to play one and two back to back. The second game we're going to ESPN Plus. Get your popcorn ready. <laughs> All right, you want to take a break? We'll hit the second segment here. Sounds good to me. All right. Welcome back to one more, and I'm going home and going to bed. Well, I was already puckery from this stuff. It's good. <laughs> like, good holiday drink. <laughs> so let me tell you about my holiday adventure last night. All right. So Tony threw his vet for ticks. Vet for ticks. Ticks for vets. Whatever. Tick. Ticks for vets. Right. Whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. He got his free tickets to Nick Jr. Live, which is fine. It's awesome. It was a nice thing to do. And, but none of our kids watching any Nick Jr. stuff. I don't even know what's... On Nick Jr. until last night. Now do you get Nick Jr.? We do, but it's like it's Bubble Guppies and Blues Clues and uh, Paw Patrol. We don't watch any of that stuff. A Disney Jr. family over here. <laughs> Highfalutin. Yeah. But, uh, so, <laughs> but we got free tickets. So we figured we'd go. Uh, so I left work a little early. We got a little, run a little late because I had to switch the uh, car seats out. So uh, to make Evelyn more comfortable because she's grown out of the one that was in my car. So we switched the car seats out. We uh, we hit the road. It's miserable. The tr- the weather yesterday was just awful. Yeah. So we run late. The directions send us to 
It says municipal Coliseum or something like that in Charleston. We get there, and the directions gave us to 200 Civic Center Drive, which is the Civic Center. That is not the municipal building. No. <laughs> so we had walk, because we parked at the at the mall. Like, oh, it's right here. We'll just park at the mall. No. So then we had to walk around the mall to, to the municipal center. Oh, so we get to the municipal center. We're running low. So we're like 6.15 by the time we get actually in our seat. It started at 6. So it's 6.15. It's running late. Evan's loving it. She dances. She does this little thing where she shakes. She had a great time. I really liked it. 6.35, they take an intermission. There's a 15-minute intermission. Show's over at 7.20. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, like, what yeah. The curtains up. <laughs> so then we drove back, and the weather was worse on the way back than it was on the way up. Yeah, I was like, "This." I got home. I was like, "I need a drink." Miss, miss, miss. I bet you do. I need a drink just listening to that story. <laughs> it was awful. Mm. Absolutely awful. Tash got. She went up to order some. Uh, just get us some water, and uh, they were like, "Well, we just took the water away because it was after intermission." She was like. I mean, just the water. I was like, rather took it upstairs. It's like last call. She's after like, third he's like, well, bring it back down, but we don't take car- credit card. You gotta get cash. So she's like, are you kidding me? Water? Yeah, that none of their stuff took cash uh. or took credit card. So she had to go to the ATM right there, get twenty dollars out, come back, and they were like, hey, still don't come down with the water. Here, just take this one. So they gave her one for free, <laughs> and they're like, we had this leftover pencil. You wanted to? <laughs> was it half eaten? She's like, well, I guess that was worth a two dollar charge at the ATM machine. Sweet. <laughs> nice. Good lord. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Speaking of awesome, uh, uh, chips must be pretty. How about the How the about the right fighting now? Bridgeport Indians, America's team, <laughs> are your Double A state champs with a hard fought twenty one. Well, they're a four A team playing in Double A. What do you expect? That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, they should win. Yeah. They should. They should be pounding teams Double A. Twenty one fourteen. Obviously, Metro News was not ready for the amount of people that were fired up about this game because I had it pulled up on the computer. Uh, and it took me through the first quarter, halfway through the second quarter, to actually get the son of a bitch to pull up. Really? It would not load. It would not load. And wow. all the boys on my college chain, of course, Chips, you know, everybody gives him a hard time uh. about Bridgeport. But they, there was a few of them were watching. <laughs> and uh, it, when it started looking like Bridgeport was going to pull it out, I was like, oh, shit. And then it got to the point where it was in the fourth quarter, and they scored, took the lead, they were up 21-14. And it looked like they were going to hold on. I'm sitting here thinking, God, I hope Bridgeport wins this game because – you know Stepinski, uh-huh. and you know Coach Gwynn. Uh-huh. If for some reason Bridgeport blows this game, <laughs> it will jeopardize Chips's relationship with both of those guys <laughs> moving forward. So I was really glad to see. So was, it became a rooting interest at that point. Though. It did. And my buddy Mike Trigger, you never met Mike. He's a hell of a guy. He lived on my floor my freshman year. He, in the days leading up to the game, took it upon himself to become the Twitter spokesperson for the Bridgeport Indians. Like, he was tweeting the sportscasters in Clarksburg. He's like, this game's going to come down to special teams. You know, we know how well sound Bridgeport is in the kicking game. I mean, just complete bullshit. And they were all like, you know what, Mike, you're right. It's going to come down to special I mean, I'm sitting here just... And then the sons of bitches won the game. So he's been tweeting at Coach Brown and Coach and Tony Caridi wanting them to give Bridgeport a shout-out for Big Bluefield. And apparently, uh, Bridgeport's got some kid on their team named Pancake. Uh-huh. And uh, Trigar, as good as Hunter America. He has endeared himself to their whole family. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he has an invitation to Christmas dinner. Because he was like, Bluefield ain't ready for the pancake. Bluefield ain't ready. They ain't ready for the pancake. 
And so midway through the third quarter, they showed Pancake, the kid that, whose uh, name is Pancake, had his helmet off. Uh, he had a Daniel LaRusso headband <laughs> on. So I was like, oh shit, we're about to sweep the leg up in this bitch. And the motherfuckers won the state title. I couldn't believe it. So hats off to the fighting Matt Chips. Absolutely. That was the best game of the three. Oh, that did. Uh, uh, other two were. Well, hell, uh, Marsbury scored like 35 points. It was 41-14 at halftime. They must just call off the dogs and just know. Yeah. They, only scored, they only scored eight points well, in the second well, half. Uh, um, who was it they were playing against? Oh, we're in, uh, Cabell Midland. Cabell Midland. It was good. Them a good game. They tied it at 14. Then they fumbled a kickoff. Then they fumbled another kickoff. Then they fumbled another. They fumbled like three kickoffs in a row. Yeah. yeah Martinsburg was like, see ya. Mm-hmm. I was like, in, in single A, it was Williams Catholic so, versus uh, Doddridge. I was actually rooting for Doddridge. Yeah, Doddridge yeah. was undefeated. Yeah, and they, they're a small school. They've been there like 46 years. That's Williams uh, Central's third straight title. Yeah. So, so Oak Hill and Bridgeport both moving up to 4A, 4A in basketball. basketball. Yeah, just basketball right Can now. Can you believe that Oak Hill's the 22nd <laughs> biggest school in the state? Probably now with all the consolidation. Yeah. Yeah, but hell, there's only 300 people in Fayetteville. Yeah, they didn't have big schools in the state either. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, well, but I mean, that. you think about Martinsburg, Capitol Midland. Yeah. I mean, even Woodrow, Parkersburg. I mean, I don't know. This just kind of caught me off yeah. guard. But yeah, big weekend for high school football in the state of West Virginia. So, yeah, the last weekend high school football. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of football, your boy Giovanni Haskins and Adam Stilley are both in the transfer portal. Yeah. Yeah. Well... And like Ivy said on the Haskins having a meeting with Brown according to Brown's last press conference afterwards. So what are we gonna miss him not blocking? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I I think Hogerson was moving to more of a tight end oriented offense. I'm not sure Neil Brown's going to be. So I don't think. Well, he used McLaughlin. Was it McLaughlin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kid's good too. And so. then they played T.J. Banks before they played mm-hmm. Haskins. So I mean, if you can't block, I mean, he can't. As I'm gonna quote Fred Ferry. Or channel my inner Fred Ferry. <laughs> he can't block, but he makes up for it by running the wrong route. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what are you losing? Yeah. Uh, speaking of losing, we lost Lammy Constant, who, uh, who was a four-star running back, got downgraded to a three-star. That was a weird situation because he didn't have a good senior year, but it sounded like the communication between us and him had pretty much gone dark, uh-huh. more so on his end. So we kind of were like, eh, we're backing off. And I guess now we're after this JUCO, this LaDamian Webb. Uh, apparently, it's a big time JUCO recruit. So we'll yeah, I'm not. Out. I'm not really worried about running back at this point in time. Outside of debt purposes. Well, if we don't have a line, it's not gonna matter. Exactly. They Speaking get, of line, except first, uh, Tariq Stewart, six six three thirty, JUCO tackle. Apparently, he's high on us right now. Well, so. it would, if I was any JUCO, I'd be like, I can go play there. Yeah. I, especially if you're an interior guard or center. Yeah, you're gonna I'm play. Like, I can go play you're immediately. Gonna play. So, I, or at least I can compete to start mm-hmm. immediately. I, I would go there. I, shoot, I'd go there if I was a tackle. Yeah. I mean, first of all, we got to come back. That he, he would figure as a guaranteed starter is Seals. If he comes back. If he comes back. So, <clears throat> if I was in Juco or if I'm a graduate transfer coming next year, I'm seriously considering coming to WVU. Oh, I would. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And hopefully we're telling that there. Yeah. Quick no, doubt. no doubt. So, the, uh, of course, playoffs – Rankings are out, and you got LSU and Oklahoma, Ohio State, and Clemson. Yeah, I mean, that's after after Utah got beat, that was pretty much given. Yeah. I just thought somebody never screwed it up, and and Ohio State did their best to try to screw it they up. Tried. They tried. They looked like shit against Wisconsin that they first did. half. They did. Did you realize that Clemson was a favorite? Or I don't know if they still are, but one and a half. It's when down, the lines it was, came out, it was out, two and a half. Now it's one and a half. 
And I can understand with Clemson's pedigree and the recruiting stuff, but if you've watched Clemson play this year and you've watched Ohio State play this year, there was no way you would and you think you watched the teams that Clemson played, right? And the teams. Now I think the Big Ten teams are overrated. I always do. I think there's a Big Ten bias when it comes to voting and rankings. But but the ACC is terrible. But the ACC is just god awful. Terrible. I, mean, I don't. Did Clemson play a ranked team? I think their best game was South Carolina. Who was their best game again well, this year? To to compare, they played at the time. Texas A and M was twelfth. Yeah. And Clemson beat A and M. I think it was twenty four to thirteen at home. And LSU beat Texas A and M fifty to seven. But yeah. I mean, Clemson's good. Don't yeah, oh, they're, I mean, they're good. good. They're good. They're I, was, good I was shocked to find out they were favored yeah. against Ohio State. Utah and Texas. What do you think about that? Uh, I don't know. This thing about bowl games, man, you don't know what team's going to show up. I, don't I think, think Utah's got to be devastated for how they fit. They they had a chance to play in the in the college football playoff, so they have got to be just heartbroken. Which I think and they, Texas they, they just won, had I a think terrible year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they underachieved all year. So uh, who knows? I don't think either one of them want to be in that bowl. Iowa State, Notre Dame. God, that's probably the one Big Twelve team I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for Iowa State to beat Notre Dame. Oklahoma State, Texas A&M should be interesting. Yeah, that should be a good game. That's Baylor good. and Georgia should be interesting. Baylor and Georgia should be a good game. And then K-State plays Navy. Pitt going to Detroit to play Eastern Michigan. I bet, you I bet there's 12 just... people there. If Pitt, Off if, Eastern Michigan. Let me ask you this question. If Pitt plays a game in Detroit, no one's there to see it, does it count? <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, I want to hear bowl. Okay. All right. <coughs> so we'll, we'll probably get into more of the bowl stuff as we get uh, as we get closer. Obviously, we're not going to be participating in that. No, so, uh, no not at all. So you sent out a uh, message for some questions since yep. this is our 50th episode. Did you get anything on the Twitter? Or the- no. We, there was stone cold silence on the old uh, Twitter and Facebook board. I was uh, highly disappointed in our followers on that. Of course, our Twitter has been dormant for like a while because I couldn't remember the password to get in it. Awesome. And then I finally got, I finally decided to, you know, to get through Twitter. But like, hey, I, forgot, I don't remember the password. So I finally, I finally got back into it. So are we good now? <laughs> yeah, but okay. we still didn't get anybody uh, okay. put any questions on there. Thanks, cu- Renee. Yeah, <laughs> I had a couple. Uh, I had a couple questions from my boys. One I'll I'll read, which has nothing to do with anything. Jared Fries, you met Jared, uh-huh. and you met Pat. You know Pat yep. Redden. So we were all in fantasy football playoffs, and Pat was the two seed. Jared's question is: Why does Redden continue to lose at fantasy football round one of the playoffs every year? <laughs> My answer is he is just vastly unprepared. <laughs> he takes for granted the matchups that he has, and he probably drinks too much. <laughs> it's good old answers. Yeah. I mean, he got his ass whipped. Really? Yeah. Here's what first thing in my I'm in the uh, you know I play in this one fantasy league all year, and uh, I had the most points of anybody in the league. Finished sixth. I'm out of the playoffs. Are you? Oh yeah. I'm in the playoffs. I, I, I was the worst. I had the most points against me. I was a three seed. I was a three seed. Mm-hmm. And Jared actually beat me. Because going into Monday night's game, I had... Me and Zach Ertz? Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I had I had, I had Saquon Barkley, and it was like 128 to 127. He had Philly's defense, which was no big deal. And I told him earlier today, I said, this will be the game that Philly's defense scores two defensive <laughs> touchdowns, and Zach Ertz has 100 yards. He didn't have 100 yards, but he had two touchdowns. Yeah. I was playing... It was our last game. Yeah, I was already out of the playoffs. But... Uh, the guy had Zach Ertz against me. I was like, I was up by like twelve going to the last game. I was like, come on, yeah, <laughs> come on. My profile. That's picture. how my year went. 
Yeah, well. my profile picture is the uh, the cheerleader from WVU from last year, uh-huh. and Jared's is a guy that uh, we went to we went to school with. His name's Steffich. He manages this or used to manage a a hotel slash resort. Uh-huh. It's a big joke called Eaglewood, and I said uh, I said the cheerleader has been kicked out of Eaglewood and has been forced to stay at a Red Roof Inn now. <laughs> I'm embarrassed by her performance. So hats off to Jared. He kicked my ass. There you go. Uh, so Swangin had a question, which yep. I actually answered before I realized that. He was asking for yeah, one. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a dumb. <laughs> so I'll let you answer it. Uh, he said, is Huggins sitting McCabe so often because he thinks he's not living up to expectations, or is he giving other guys, mostly McBride, playing time to get them ready? I think you hit the nail on it. He doesn't play good enough defense to keep him in the game. He just doesn't. And, and again, we talked about it before. It's not lack of effort. No. I mean, he, he just doesn't defend as well, which still doesn't make any sense to me why he gets pulled but Harler plays. When Harler tries to, but he does, he can't play any defense either. You know, Josh or uh, uh, Jacobs, like, he's the greatest defender in the history of defending. I need to unplug his microphone. Oh, I'm telling you, he's not losing it, man. Absolutely losing it. No, but that's that's it. Yeah. All right, Dave had a question. Does Justin actually have a dog, or is this a supporting conceived and executed publicity stunt for the podcast? I do actually have a dog. Uh, yes. The, the first couple episodes, it was literally that we, he was here in my ear. And right? he is he is currently outside building a snowman. <laughs> or making yellow snow. Yeah, one of the two. One of the two. <laughs> He'll be in here when we listen to the replay. Yeah. <laughs> Aggravating the hell out of you because you're a new face. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, he'll be all in my business. Mm-hmm. All right, the last question here. We did, I asked my dad if he wanted to ask a question, and I said it could be about the podcast. It could be about me or Justin. It could be about he goes. I already know enough about you and Justin. I don't want to know anymore. He's probably, <laughs> say he's probably trying to forget a lot about me and you. I thought that was pretty funny. That is good. Uh, Bill said we're at the end of the decade. What are your favorite Mountaineers of the decade? I liked uh, uh, Dave's answer of Joe DeForest, but. I'll pass uh, on that. No, I'll take a hard pass so on that. So I went through and actually went through rosters for the last ten years. I didn't go through the rosters, but I picked out five and five on each one. All right, all right. I got a whole bunch of them too. Uh, football, my five: Tavon, mm-hmm. Quitkowski, uh huh, David Seals, yep, Kevin White, yep, Wendell Smallwood. Oh, I didn't have Smallwood. Didn't have Smallwood. I had a list though. I didn't have just five, but throughout the year, throughout the years, this is my favorites. Well, I'll go through. Tavon Olson, Stephen Bailey, Bruce Irvin. Because he was I, last he year. Was, okay, I, I almost he was, was on the 10. He was, he was 10. Yeah. Uh, Keith Tandy, which I thought I think is an underrated defensive back mm-hmm. we had. Actually made the pros at 5'8". I was going to say, he probably did more after he left. Yeah, LA, Carl yeah. Joseph, KJ Dillon. I thought was a player here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clint Trickett. I like Clint, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, you mentioned Ken White and David Zill. David Long. Yep. Fantastic. Gary Jennings and Will Greer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know who I thought was one of my favorite? Just because the one play against Tennessee, Kenny Biglow. Yeah, Kenny Biglow. Uh, I love that play. But uh, I also put Boomstash. Boomstash. Just because the name. Boom Nick O'Toole. <laughs> I also went basketball. Oh, I did too. Did and the same thing. I put Carter, Nate Adrian, Tariq Phillip, Jawan Staten, and Kevin James. See, I put the final fourteen. That was 2010. That was the end of the end. So I put the entire final fourteen. Everybody on that team, I love. Well, yeah. So that includes Calypso. But Butler, Butler played uh, seven to ten. So, I, but yeah, I yeah. Mean, if you're including that, yeah. yes. Yeah. So the entire final fourteen yeah. that I had Jawan State and Javon Carter. Yeah. All right, but I also got Kevin Reed just because of that one game we got kicked in the chest and didn't get, didn't get the phone call or get the, get the foul call. You need to do a shot, go <laughs> But my favorite, I think. I think that actually the best Mountaineer over the last decade has been Mike Joseph in football. Just think he's been the one consistent person 
who's been on the program for 10 years. And, and really, we used to have a lot more cramps and stuff, I think, under, was it Boris? What was his name before? Mike Boris. But I think Mike Joseph has done really wonderful things with the weight program at WVU. And, all season. and my favorite Mountaineer, though, for the de- last decade is Billy Hahn. Billy Hahn. Yeah. Why? Because when he eats a hot dog on the sideline, <laughs> and some bitch is yeah. all over his and, shirt. And him and Damon Tony got into it one time oh, in the bar in Morgantown. My favorite uh, down here in the last decade, Billy Hahn. It's a good list. Yeah. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so thank you to the three of you that participated in yeah. the uh, 50th episode questions. Yeah. Overwhelming. I can't believe none of the lobbies. Nobody threw you to me today. Nobody want to throw in the questions. I don't think I brought it up today, but I, I think a lot of them are behind now. I'm not sure... I feel like we've, we've, we've got a few steadfast followers. I think some people have tapered off and they got a little work to do to catch up. But that, that's on them. Slackers. They need to do some thumb pointing instead of finger That's pointing. exactly right. That's exactly right. All right, man. We'll take a break and get back to uh, four, four questions, questions two, two assholes. assholes. Let's do it. Welcome back to One Morning I'm Going Home and Going to Bed, the Golden Anniversary Edition. But we just had a, I caught you mid-drink there when I started. You did. But I, I, <laughs> you rallied. I adjusted. I adjusted. <laughs> we adjusting over here. <laughs> So four questions, two assholes. Sports, you want to go first or you want me to? Uh, I'll go first because it kind of piggies back off the last question we had on the – all right, so Bill Asimov is our favorite, our favorite football player, our favorite Mountaineer over the last decade. So my question is, who was your favorite WVU football player over the past year and who's your favorite basketball player on the current team? Uh, my favorite football player over the past year is easy. It's Darius Steele. Same. I had the exact same written down mm-hmm. right here. Yep. Easily, because well, just for the Baylor game, yeah, he's worth it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those boys can't block me. They soft. <laughs> they soft. That's the best. They soft. <laughs> uh, the current basketball team. Eh, it's an early sample size. Yep. I'm encouraged by Deuce. Uh, I'm encouraged by Sheboy. I know he's up yeah. and down. I've been pleased with Culver. I'm surprised by Deuce. I'll say Deuce. All right. my, I, my favorite who I root for when he gets in the game, I don't know, is Sean McNeil. Mm-hmm. I just root for him because, like we said earlier, he is what we thought Harlow would be. But he's a better defender than I thought he would. I knew he'd be a scorer. But he, he he's a lot better at taking ball taking the ball to the hole. I think he's going to get a lot more playing time down the end of the game than, than he has uh, in the first – in the last couple games he has. But in the first five games, I, I just root for him when he's in there. So I think he's my favorite basketball player right now. I like that you mentioned that because that actually kind of piggybacks into my question. Okay. Because talking about Deuce, I don't think we mentioned this in the first segment. He was one for ten from the field against St. John's, but his steals late in the game kept us in the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He he was terribly offensive. And and that's what I was talking with Phil about the other day. McCabe seems like the kind of kid who he needs one aspect of his game to pick the other aspect of his game up. Deuce is not that guy. Right. If he's, he's playing, scoring, he's fine, but right. he's going to play defense. Right. And he played terrible offensively, but he still made plays on defense. He did make plays. He did. I love I, it. I think bothers me a little bit about Deuce is he's still not a great defender on the dribble. Like, he still no. gives up straight line drives. We do. But we he do. is really good at anticipating passes. He, he recovers. He, he recovers well. He recovers well. Uh, and he can block some shots he from the point guard position. He's, our, I think, our third leading block. Yeah, shot, I mean, he can get up. So that that's a big deal, too, because if you get beat, you better be able to block some shots. Yeah, you better be able to do something. So you mentioned McNeil. Uh-huh. I think we are in agreement he should play more minutes. Absolutely. And he should take minutes from somebody. Yes. So my question to you is, down the stretch – all right, so you got six minutes left in the game. Who's your five on the floor? 
I think it goes. I think it goes McBride, yep. even though he's a freshman, because even though you know Harl, uh, Napper and McKay both have more experience, they're still just sophomores, and they haven't proved to be better. Nope. So I still think you just do. You just roll with the freshman mistakes because our sophomores are making mistakes. So you might as well roll with the freshman. So I think you go, and plus he's taller, and like we just talked about, a little bit better defender. You know, I think Napper's a better on the ball defender. Um, he's just a, just a god awful passer. I mean, pass. just a god awful passer. Uh, so McBride, I would put McNeil in. Yep, that's my backcourt. Man, this one, this one gets tough. And I think you, I think you have to go. Honestly, when you get near the end of the game, I think you roll with Haley and Matthews, and you rotate Culver and Sheboy. Yeah, I had Matthews, Oscar, and Culver. Only because I think Matthews is better on the glass than Col- than Haley. Yeah, I think well, Haley can make plays at the rim when he wants to. But he's. I think. I just think Matthews. I don't think there's a wrong answer on that. Yeah. Part of it, but I think. I think it's just we're just having a hard time playing Colbert and Sheewood at the same time. I think. I think at the end of the game you're going to just see a rotation with him. Just tell him play hard, and we'll just rotate you in and out. We're definitely going to have to shorten the bench. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. It's and be. I, I think at this point, uh, um, it, it's it's Huggins. It, it looks like in name only, he's going to start McCabe. He's going to start Haley, Matthews, Culver, Sheboy. It'd be interesting when he'll he always start the same lineup until we lose, and then he, he he'll mix Kicks it up. It. So I'm wondering if he makes a change this game. But then, but then you got Sherman, who actually we didn't mention this, but it was good to see Sherman make some shots. Yeah, they they showed a highlight. He he tweeted out this week. He um, there was a practice video, and he made this move. He cut the ball in the corner. And he drove baseline. He went up, and Matthews went to block it. And he started. He left. He left from the left side of the lane. He went up. Matthews went up. He ducked the ball down and shot a reverse back on the other side of the rim. Really? Yeah, went right past him and shot on the other side of the rim. And he's like, I, I feel like I'm back. Good. So hopefully he's got his confidence back because we need him because he was supposed to be that offensive spur. <laughs> he was. Deshaun Page. Off the you pitch. don't average thirty points a game if you don't know how to score. Right. Exactly. You're not just shooting layups. Right. That's exactly right. You know, he, think, missed a, he missed him. He missed him. He made a cold, he missed a crucial fifteen foot jumper. He though. did. I he mean, did. just a crucial one at the end. But of I the think, game. and I and talking about Phil, Phil and I talked about this. I think Taz, probably more so than anybody else on his team, has a little bit of Tracy Shelton syndrome. Yeah, where he's, where he's really missing and being looking at the yeah. bench. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think at, at some point in time, it's going to be McBride, McNeil, Matthews, Oscar, Culver, Sherman. Gabe and McBride and Haley. I, I think I, I think you're gonna see a lot of uh, uh, basically the three guys I got on the outside looking in are Harler, Napper, and Rout. Yeah, I think so. I think if we right. shorten, I mean, if you're pre- if you're not pressing, you got to shorten the bench, right? And we're not really pressing, right? right. So yeah, exactly. Why are you playing twelve deep if you're not yeah, pressing? No, if you're not all out, there's no reason playing no, twelve. No, you know, play your eight nine best, right? So I agree with that. Non-sports. You feel good about yours? You want me yeah, to... I feel good about mine. Do you? Uh-huh. Okay. We might end up being in the same question. We'll see. Mm. I don't know about this. All right. Christmas shopping. Uh-huh. So we're doing a lot of shopping online now, right? Do most of my shopping online. Okay. Ordered a whole bunch of shit yesterday. All right. So. Well, Jana has access to my Amazon account. Uh-huh. Okay. So she can go on there. And, and last week she said, Dad, I said, what do you want for Christmas? She said, let me put some stuff in the shopping cart. Just a wish list? No problem. Yeah, uh-huh. something like that. Uh-huh. So she said, I put nine things in the shopping cart. I said, all right, cool. So she puts nine things in the mm-hmm. shopping cart. I get on there. I pull up the nine mm-hmm. things, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and uh-huh. do this. So I get the nine things. 
All night. Two day, two days later. Did you, Santa. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, accounts payable. <laughs> accounts payable, Claus. So she says, she says, Dad, she's like, I was looking on the uh, account the other day. She's like, the shopping cart's empty. I was like, is it now? She's like, yeah, I didn't know what happened. I was like, I don't know. She's like, did you did you accidentally delete some of that stuff? I was like, I don't, you know, I was just playing yeah. dumb. So Monday, three or four things yeah. came to the door. And I've told her since it's Christmas time, she's not no, ordering no. anything. Right. So she don't need to be looking at the packages that right. are showing up. So I was like, all right, four things came here. I was like, all right, I said, I probably have some more stuff coming. She's like, yeah, you got about four things coming tomorrow. <laughs> and I said, now wait a minute. I said, how in the hell do you know I got four things coming tomorrow? She's digitally She's said, been snooping said, on my damn yes, Amazon yes, account. Yes, so my orders. question to you uh-huh. is, what's the snoopiest thing you did as a kid looking for Christmas presents? Oh, man, are you kidding me? I knew, I knew half the presents that I was going to get from Nunu. Because she would hide them in the closet. <laughs> so I would Put a blanket the over top of it. Oh, yes. I would go in there and I would figure out what I was. Plus, Nunu would also write on the package. That's what Grandma did, Josh's too. jeans. Just in case. <laughs> She'd be like, just in case the kids want to open the presents early, I've conveniently written what's in the box on the back of the box. So, of course, as soon as all the presents from Grandma showed up, I'm underneath the tree like this, lifting shit up, trying to see what it is. Of course, she wrote in cursive, so sometimes it was hard to read. But now, yeah. Papa, would have, before they got too old, he would hide them in the attic. And I would literally climb up the, the closet in Jenny's room, because there was access to the attic was in Jenny's room, which nobody could fit in except for me and Papa, because the attic entryway was so narrow. And I would go up there and figure out what. <laughs> but yeah, I knew everything. Mm-hmm. I could never figure out. Mom, mom was the poker face I could get. <laughs> she would never tell you. I never knew what I was getting from mom. But I knew exactly what I was getting from Nunu. It was every year. Garrett told me one time, he said, you know, he said, when you and mom were still together, he said, when I was probably eight, maybe mm-hmm. seven, he said, I found something in the closet and woke up on Christmas morning uh, and it was, it was from Santa. Uh, and uh, he said, but I kept quiet for about three or four years <laughs> because I realized if I kept quiet, I got presents from you and mom and Santa <laughs> which I thought was ingenious. It was. It's pretty smart. Yeah. I had a kid with a great line because Isaac on that, is on that verge, mm-hmm. you know, not believing. And uh, so if you have kids right now, turn it down. <laughs> but I, I him, doubt anybody's yeah, listening to this too. with their kids. But uh, I told him, I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, Santa only comes if you believe. It was like, you stop believing, he stops coming. So the kids who stay at school, there's no, there's no such thing as Santa. That's because they stop believing and he stopped coming. I was like, as long as he still believes, he still comes. And so he is, he's, good. he's still all in. Yeah. I, I told him, like, when I stop believing, he stopped coming for me too. Yeah. That's why adults don't get... I actually might close my eyes and start <laughs> believing again because I need some. Will <laughs> <laughs> that work? I don't, think, I don't think Santa can bring what you need. Is that like click, <laughs> is that like clicking your heels together three times and saying there's no place like home? <laughs> No, are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, so this is the 50th episode. Uh, one uh, more, I'm going home, going to bed. What's your favorite things from the show, the last 50 shows? Well, uh, let's come to mind, and what's your least favorite that you can remember? Oh, man. <laughs> you, have, ask, you asked me to remember the titles. No, yeah, well, well, we'll go through those later, but some of the ones that I remember, the story about you and having that butt crack dinner was probably what, remember the, you, you were at the the... the Japanese place and was trying to eat and oh, shit. <laughs> was it, I didn't order that one not so long. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. The, the show after the Iowa State loss. 
The fuck catastrophe. We talked about doing like a, a spur of the moment Sunday show because we were so mad. Jimmy Lively was Jimmy Lively wanted us to do. Well, that. We should have done. Yeah, we probably should. Speaking of Jimmy, that was all his man Copa. Yes. <laughs> the <laughs> RV RV gate as it our, came to be known. Three of my favorite memories from the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Celebrity call-ins in our summer editions. Really, the sports you, questions. No, you were good. You didn't like the non-sports. The sports questions were good. The mm. non-sports questions. We were expecting, you know, gunfire, like heavy ammo, we had soft and we got freaking Nerf guns and and, and plastic bow and arrows, empty water yeah, balloons. Yeah, yeah, sad guys. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> but we love you. We had high hopes for that segment. We love you. We thought we were going to really get bashed with some questions and got, uh, got, uh... How many did we do? Six? I don't know if we did six. I think we did six. Yeah. We did I mean, they were good questions. They were just... They no, were the sports whole... questions were great. Great. The, the non-sports weren't as tough as I thought they were going to be. Well, but I think that was because they probably, unlike you and I, uh, who don't really give a shit <laughs> about how stupid we sound, right. we're trying to actually <laughs> sound somewhat composed and articulate. I think you're defending them too much. Well... <laughs> I'm just trying to rationalize their behavior because I can't rationalize yours or mine. If that makes I know sense. I'm gonna catch hell for that this week. Yeah, but you are. Yeah, you but are. it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. So speaking of that, let's uh, let we. I told you before the show that we were gonna talk about our our favorite titles of the game. So let's uh, let's go out here and find out. Well, I need to find out how to pull up on the freaking computer. All right. Here's our episode list here. What's what's your uh, favorite title for the show? Uh, the one about the syringes was pretty good. Oh shit, that was great. Uh, the one, the first one that I remember, I'm on the pull on the phone because I can't pull it. I would there. like to mention this, which we did not listen to the episode long enough to make it a title, but the Christmas episode with Jane and Garrett. Yes. When it, Garrett said they don't make Gerber like they used to. Yes, that was that should have been the title. That should have been a title. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I love uh, nothing says manly. Like raspberry, raspberry and lime. <laughs> that was good. The, the complete catastrophe, of course. I got balls like that story, which was a jet. Justified reference. Bring back the trolls. Where was the, uh, she was the hero of the pisser line. That's the first uh, title that crossed the edge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we lost the, we lost the evangelicals after that one. He's got a voice for silent movies. <laughs> that was Alan Taylor. <laughs> My cousin Vinny's coming on next. Well, my cousin Vinny's coming on next, asshole. Because yeah. you were complaining about what I was watching on TV. <laughs> oh, the shirt uh, is so tight it looks like she's wearing memory foam. <laughs> there was not enough cloth that there should have been. There really wasn't. It was too tight. Anyway, those, those are just one of the ones that I thought. Uh, oh, and the last one of my favorite. My mom wouldn't say shit if you, she had a mouthful, mouthful of it. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> She wouldn't. But I have more than made up for that. For her. <laughs> those are my absolute favorite times. Yeah, those are good. Of, of the years that have gone by. Those are good. So, those are good. Yeah, good times. So 50, 50 and going. 50 down, man. We got 50 more left in us, you think? I think so. No, yeah. not. Uh, even if nobody was listening, because apparently nobody likes to ask questions. So uh, even if nobody was listening, I don't care. I had a good time. I did here. We can have I a drink too. and talk sports. We so. do have a good time, man. So, uh, all right. So one more and I'm going home, going to bed. One more and I'm going home, going to bed.